0: Hey, Cole, you know the best part about being 1-0? We got
1: a chance to go 2-0. Hey. And welcome to the Bartow Jacket Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host, Cole, and I'm here with my dad, Slash Jason.
0: How's everybody doing? Thank you for listening.
1: We're, of course, here with Wes. Yer. And we got a special guest here today.
0: Yes, we do. We have a new intern on the show. Welcome Antonio Sullivan, a.k.a. Intern Sully.
2: Thank you for having me back, guys. I'm super excited about the opportunity and ready to get some football going. It's going to be a big uh, season for the Jackets, so let's go. Let's go, Jackets. Well, tell
0: everybody a little about yourself. I know you're a Bartow guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Bartow guy. Um, Born and raised here. Um, I'm 23. I don't to put my age out there, but I graduated in 2016 from actually Polk State Collegiate. I played my sports uh, all four years here at Bartow, Um, three years in the basketball program, um, and then just kind of decided to do football my senior year. And that was fun. I went off to school at Florida State and, back
0: home ah, i knew there was something off about you i knew <laughs>
2: <laughs> something off huh?
0: well welcome to the show man we're glad to have you and, and like we touched on last episode sully intern sully is gonna help us with scouting some of the opponents one of the things last year i think for the show was us going out to, to watch that armwood plant game and having a good idea what we were going to see with plant or if we saw armwood you know down the line so that's something that uh, Sully's going to bring to the table this year and get to see that Lakeland and Jenkins and Kathleen and Lake Gibson, that gauntlet of a schedule that we're going <laughs> to have to run through in a few weeks. So
2: Most definitely.
0: Well, let's get into the game, guys. Cole, what did you think about that Fort Meade-Bartow matchup? It was a really good game. There, and not the was... one that Max Preps gives highlights <laughs> on, not that one.
1: Um, I thought it was a really good game, to be honest. I mean, it was did it really count as a game. No, it was a, no kickoff
0: classic, so yeah. Yeah. but there on. was
1: a lot of people there. everybody wanted to see this Bartow game. And it was a really good game overall. In my opinion.
0: Wes, first thoughts, first impressions.
3: <laughs> uh, great, great. I think, uh, I think we're looking good once again this year and we have, uh, some unbelievable potential as far as what we can do and, uh, how deep of a run we can make it. Um, I will say, uh, granted, after playing sort of not necessarily our first official, I guess you would, you could say game, but after playing a for, you know first formidable opponent and uh, the minors, um, we we looked solid, but there's definitely some improvement that could still be made. Um, for those who don't know, I'll go ahead and spoil it now. Uh, Barto ended up winning, 33 to 20. Obviously, as Jason already mentioned. If you go on max preps, uh, you would think otherwise, <laughs> yeah. but no, Bartow came out with the win, uh, 33 to 20 and look, looked quite well. But certainly as I was already getting to there, there's definitely a, a few things that we could probably improve on and, uh, maybe put up some more points there or be a little better on the defensive end.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. There's a lot to work on. You always touch on it, the penalties. Yeah. G- game yeah. one, it was a sloppy ball game. Yeah. That's number one. But, um, I'm gonna go ahead and and I think that for it was a lot closer game than it really was because yeah. if, if you take away the play of the game in my eyes was the fumble recovery for a touchdown. I heard right That's before heard. the end of the quarter, right. right yeah if that play doesn't happen and they score a touchdown because it was that was early on in the game. There was one point in the game I looked at you and I said, If they if they score here, we're got a ball game. Yeah. And that was third or fourth quarter. Yeah. So yeah. I blame uh the coaching staff of four me. Okay. I, I looked at that game. That was a winnable ball game for four me.
3: It I think so. I think it certainly they, was. They didn't
0: they got away with what was working, which yeah. was pounding it down our throat. And
2: that's oh,
3: yeah. all they could do. I, I I'll add that in there. That's all, yeah, they, that's could all do. they could do. They didn't <laughs> have many
0: plays, so that's another reason that I kind of blame the coaching staff because they didn't have a lot of versatility when it came to the play calling. No. But that boy ran hard.
3: Oh, yeah, and they had two or three, you know, similar to, to Ariella Jackets in terms of two- or three-headed monster running attack, you know, and uh, it was working.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the, the turnovers that we had, the one – I love seeing on the sideline, Lynn taking blame and the receiver taking blame. We won't point the finger on that one. It looked like a little miscommunication.
3: Yeah, and it was, I believe, within the first, second, or third play of the game for for the Jackets on that uh, initial offensive drive, not to mention... Uh, do we need to go into depth about how long Fort Meade's initial drive took? Oh, <laughs> man. Sully.
0: Sully was out of town, so it took the whole fir- – Almost the whole first quarter. About three minutes left, two had- minutes left in the first quarter. And
1: they finally scored. Wow.
0: Yeah,
3: they ended yeah. up scoring, but geez. I
2: heard they had uh, some nice running backs, and they were – you know, doing what they wanted to on the ground. So. Well, that's
0: why I blame the coaching staff because me and Wes were sitting there looking. Here come the big guys, yeah, and right. they just yeah. run it down our throat for three, four yards, and we couldn't stop it. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure
1: their best running back wasn't even playing either. Wow, uh, I don't know the transfer guy, the the human joystick or whatever. Oh,
3: he was. He, he was. was. Yeah, number three. Initially, I thought he was number two, um, and he was. He's definitely a heck of an athlete. I was. He's he, the one
0: that got rocked on the opening kickoff, wasn't
3: it? Uh, yeah, I think so, and then he also got a lick back on, I don't know if that it was Graydon, Pennywise, or one of the other guys on the receiving side, but that was um, unfortunate for him anyways, fortunate for us, his only highlight. Okay, I'm
0: going to touch on that. What's up? That kid, I remember the play you're talking about, he came up, it was about a 15, 17-yard game for Barton, he came up and laid somebody out. That's is that the play you're talking about?
3: No, but I know what you're talking about there, and that was BS. And I wish I remember. No, 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 not the, not the,
0: not the flag, not play. the cheap shot. At no, the end? I thought, I thought it was the play you were just talking about, where he had the one highlight. He came up and made a nice tackle on somebody. Yeah, huh? he
3: he kind of like speared him, if you will. But, um, he, but as, he got up
0: and celebrated afterwards. The play I'm okay. So the play I'm talking about is. The Fort Meade player, we gained like 15, 17 yards. Safety come up and rocked one of our guys. And then got up and started celebrating that.
3: I think I know what you're talking about. And our I receiver think. got up and made the first down just yeah. <laughs> and I thought I was hilarious.
0: can't stand. And, he, and he, Cole, this is a learning experience for you. Pennywise had a play. You can see it on Max Preps if you forget the play I'm talking about on the highlights. But he had a play where he made a tackle as a safety and rock somebody. Yeah. But guess what he did? He got up and got ready for the next play. I saw that play.
2: Are you talking
3: about the running back who got taken off and and Pennywise pretty much saved the touchdown there? Yeah. And he like – yeah. dove and his legs kicked up in yeah, the Yeah, man, he smoked that look, kid. Look like a and cheetah. if you're going to
0: celebrate, that's the time to celebrate. But it's not the time to celebrate when you just gave up a first down and you, and they're about to score. Yeah. So I And that's what the For Me kid did. Yeah. You don't want to do that, Cole. Your team just gave up 13, 14 yards of first down. You make a nice play, get ready to make another one. Right? Yeah. You, ain't gotta, you ain't got to celebrate that.
3: No.
0: But, uh, so what was the biggest takeaway of the Jackets?
3: Um biggest takeaway. Let me see here.
1: Sorry, I was watching the uh bursement.
3: Oh, Cole and his shenanigans, guys. He hasn't changed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh biggest takeaway, man. Let me see here. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that uh I was able to obviously observe there being at the game. Um well I'm not gonna get into what happened. Well, not what happened, but what was going on pregame and that oh that. <laughs> So
0: the game's supposed to start at 7 30. So I think 8 30. 8 30. Before they even let us in the stadium. Mm-hmm. An hour. Lines wrapped around towards the gym way, down Broadway, towards the the baseball field. People are everywhere. Lightning popping, pop, pop, pop. When let us in. Finally get to go in. Yeah. But, uh,
3: didn't leave until like midnight or almost midnight or something yeah. like that. Wow. It, it was ridiculous. It was but like
1: eleven uh, fifteen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But it
0: was, yeah, we left for a couple minutes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I stuck around to the end, but um, yeah, it was just a lightning delay for those who were there or weren't there. But anywho, um, uh, biggest thing to take away, um, that was the question. Correct. Yeah. Um, I would just say that overall, um, if you're if you're a Bartolo Jarra fan and you're watching them this season, like the biggest thing I'm going to take away is that we look very similar to last year. And overall, I just see that as pretty positive given that last year we went undefeated, you know, not that doesn't guarantee we're going to go undefeated again this year, you know, is that potential there? Surely. But um, I think with that being said, if we can tune a, a couple of things on, on all sides of the ball overall and, and, and stay about our business I think we have a, a good shot again this year and making a deep run. What do you think, Cole?
1: Um, there were a lot of takeaways from the first game. We didn't play our best defense, and we didn't play our best offense. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we need to pick up on both of those ends. But I don't really know what the biggest takeaway would be from the game. I,
0: I'm I'm a little nervous. I, I'm not going to say it's a takeaway, but I'm a little nervous about that D-line.
3: Defensive line? Uh,
0: yeah. That's the way they were able. That's why I'm so, like, for me, Jamil Cornelius is a great coach. Right. Um, and we were stopping the run in the in the second half yeah you know, but,
3: because it only worked for so long yeah, you know? but it just
0: didn't seem like there was a creativity, a lot of different formations. it just didn't give us a lot. so it was able to kind of okay we figured y'all out what y'all are doing yeah, you know so but they had I think for me it's got a good squad yeah, certainly. certainly. It's Certainly. hard. It's hard covering high school. We said this last year. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get that much information on these teams, right. and then you know, yeah, if the ledger puts the stuff out, you got to make sure they're right too. They're they're yeah. a little better above max preps.
1: Certainly, I think max preps uh, switched the scores because it says that uh, Fort Meade has twenty six and we have fourteen. Yeah, what that's
0: in what the we world. Were, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
3: mean, once Max again, Preps guys. Source. <laughs> yeah. Once again, guys. Rolling into season two, we have found out that Max Preps is still not reliable, and it's, hey, and it's only showing
1: their highlights. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's what we. Was it? see what about.
0: that for me probably posted it.
3: Yeah.
1: Potentially. Um, you know, they so probably they
0: probably have... put the video together on their huddle account and then posted it to Max Preps, and yeah. Max Preps just took it and.
3: Right. Yeah, because we didn't have a representative putting out anything for Barton on Max Preps until like the last three four games of the season last year and i don't know if that was something you voiced out and made happen or or well, they just I voiced
0: heard. it i don't I, I definitely didn't make it happen maybe, but i voiced it
3: yeah maybe they heard the podcast and, and heard us suggesting it but uh, i know that was something we certainly wanted to see happen and, it, and it, thankfully it did on towards towards the very end of the season but um yeah I, I mean i'd love to see something like that like just full update stats the whole nine yards and I know it's somewhat of a lot, you know, but if we can have just one, two, three people who are sim- simply like committed to that. Well, I, I see the videos. Yeah, but it would do know, a lot of justice. To we the, got everybody. We have
0: the capability of doing it. So, certainly. Um, and the, I don't think the, the stats were right on it.
3: No. You know,
0: they, no. They, <laughs> what would you say Lynn's stats were?
3: Oh, man. I mean, he had for sure, what, three passing touchdowns mm-hmm. potentially? Four. had three. Um,
1: didn't he have two picks? Two or three? He has
3: two picks. And I will note, because I, I chatted with Lynn a little bit uh, on our Twitter account. Again, if you're not following our Twitter account, follow us at BJB underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, we are a little over 130 followers, so we appreciate all the support. Again, as we always say and mention on the podcast here, or try to. Um, and and Lynn did note, you know, that first ball kind of got away from him. Um, it was a simple little curl route to the receiver that first drive, and, you know, at that point, uh, Fort Meade was already looking solid, at least with the running game. Yeah. Um, we were able to find out later on that that's all they simply could do, it seemed, um, but the ball got away from them, and then I remember the second interception was uh, Lynn trying to dart it towards the end zone. It got popped up, and it was just uh, a good tip drill yeah, on the defensive saw. side for Fort Meade, and they were able to come a, come away with the ball.
1: Yeah, I just saw that on Max Preps.
3: Um, but yardage wise, for sure over two hundred, potentially three, um, because I know uh, probably one of the players of the game actually was a receiver, Tylen Simpson, which we can see that connection happening a lot more. We can expect to see it happen a lot more as the season progresses, because um, I know they've done a lot of work together in the off and they looked pretty solid last year. Granted, obviously the the main uh, the main monster of that group was Dathan Davis, as we all know, who's departed off to GMC college um but he had five receptions a little over 100 yards and i think two maybe one touchdown for one touchdown for sure on that slant route we saw from like 50 yards out yeah he had a heck of a game so with that being said like i said maybe 200 or close to 200 yards i would reckon
0: yeah i had him pushing 300
3: okay yeah and, and very well oh and then he had the other monsters play out to uh tj graden which, uh, T.J. Graydon had a monstrous <laughs> play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely give him... Nice throw, but man, opinion.
0: he went up at... Did you see that video too, Sully? Um, he went up in between team. two defenders, Great game. caught the ball at the highest point, came down, boom, and then, well, the safety came over at the end, kind of stuck his foot in the ground, yeah, I made a I miss. See that. Yeah. It's going to be... It, it's going to be tough to stop those two. Yeah.
2: yeah my, for sure. For me... um, You know, I I, again, I didn't go to the game last week, but kind of going off west, uh, you know, definitely room for improvement. I think you know if we figure that the the D line kind of comes together um, in regard to just kind of stopping the run, um, I think we got enough playmakers on on that side of the ball in our secondary to kind of you know that'll come along as the season uh, goes along as well. Um, And then on the offensive side, I think we definitely have some playmakers, like you said, Tylen. I think he'll be a main target for for Lynn. Um, I know Lynn struggled a little bit this first game, but it's still early. We had a lot of penalties. That's stuff that you can fix along the season. So I think, you know, we're primed for another good season, honestly.
3: So, you know.
0: Well, this coming up week, we got Ridge. Ridge. Coach Tate's (laughs) old team.
3: Yeah, yeah. Is that where – that's not where he started at, is it? No. I know he coached for Kathleen. Once upon a time, is Kathleen
0: Barto Jenkins been
3: all over <laughs> yeah, Ridge, <laughs> and um, he's he's done a heck of a job no matter where he goes to.
0: So watch some some film on what I could see on Max Preps right uh, on Ridge against Liberty. Now we we know Liberty's not the strongest program that no. there is no. around, but uh, nothing really jumped out at me offensively. They had a big back or a bigger back right not huge um they was running the ball pretty good okay. so that's kind of my concern I I, I coach it'll get that cleaned up yeah well, there's no oh, doubt yeah. about that oh yeah um but outside of that I'm really looking to see that next progression week two with the offense because you've seen it it's there yeah and we didn't even come close to our potential I don't think offensively
3: no, for sure and uh to my knowledge, and maybe you saw some off the film you were able to watch on Ridge, but I know they got a pretty solid QB, and I think uh, I think his name is Zachary P-L-E-U-S-S. He ha- that's how he spells his last name. I'm not going to try and pronounce it and completely <laughs> butcher it, so apologies. But Zach, um, from what I've, what I've seen on social media, he's, he's quite the quarterback in himself. I think he's done some training with Lynn uh, over in the Davenport area, closer to Ridge um, High School. So I'll be looking for that battle between those two guys and and seeing how our defense maybe steps up to the plate, maybe try and uh, look a little better than what we did last week.
0: How important do you think this game is, Cole, for two? to get off to a 2-0 start?
1: Did we play Ridge last year? No. In? no. Okay. So I don't know much about Ridge. They might be a good team. They might be a bad team. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, but it is a pretty big game to start off 2-0. As we assert our dominance, who's in our division? Like Lake Gibson, Kathleen Jenkins,
0: and Lakeland. Okay. So I, I, the reason why I asked you is that you know every game's important, of course. But you want to get out to a good start. After being undefeated last year, you wanted to show everybody that we're for real. That last year wasn't no fluke. But uh, man, they got a hard schedule coming up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I
2: I heard that on the last podcast and. You know, like you said, every game's important, you know. Uh, momentum is a real thing in football, so you stack up those wins early, yeah. you know, that kind of just, you know, gets you through the season with that same, you know, that same momentum, and that's important for every game, so I think it's a very Absolutely. important game.
0: So, who won the score predictions last week?
3: Uh, I think we were able to settle this prior to starting the episode, but Mr... <laughs> Cole over here, the host of the show, <laughs> hey, I I think took 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 the took the dub there. Very very on a, on a slight note, I think I w- was the second closest. Yeah, followed, you were
1: you were like a couple points behind.
3: Followed, followed by Jason. So Cole's off to the one and zero start along with our Bartow Yellow Jackets. And meanwhile, Jason and I fought zero and one. Maybe we'll try and get solely involved on mm, this absolutely. a little bit, and uh, we'll see uh, who who takes the victor this for this upcoming week. Is that something we want to get into now, or we want to? We can, yeah, we can go ahead and knock okay. it out. All right. Well, let me uh, do it quickly. Boot up the phone here and
0: Cole, you want to start? Let send?
1: me do a little scouting first, and then and then Scout-y. I'll
3: Scout. Yeah, he want to listen to what
0: we're gonna say. <laughs> the,
3: yeah, that's all that is, right?
1: I'm, no, gonna, I, I'm looking at the roster. Who's
3: the roster?
0: I'm right. gonna go. Ridge community. Ridge twenty eight. Bartow
1: twenty seven. What? Woo.
3: That's what I'm talking about. Way to, way to do it. There you go. I don't have to be the first one to Wait, predict Barta to give a loss. Because <laughs> I took a lot of slack for that last year. And I, 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 I'll admit it. I mean, we came out victorious when we, when we went undefeated. You don't get no better than I that. I just think it's so
0: hard to keep winning. <laughs> I mean, You know it what is. I mean? You're gonna,
3: is the game in Ridge? It's at yeah. Ridge, yeah. Um, let me see here. So whoever gets to it first, whether it's to myself, Sully, or or Cole, spit it out, and oh, I'll, okay. I'll get it down.
2: I'm going to go Bartow, 28, uh, Ridge, 17.
3: Okay.
0: I hope you're right, not me. <laughs> I am perfectly fine going 0-2, Bartow, <laughs> if you go 2-0. Hmm.
1: This one's tough. Uh, I think I'm going to go with 31, Bartow. 26,
3: Ridge. 31-26? That'd be a good ball game there. Eh? Okay, so just to go over this again and make sure I got it right, we have Cole with a prediction of 31-26 in favor of Bartow. Uh, we have Jason with a prediction of 28-27, to a close one, probably down to the wire I would assume, uh, taking Ridge, the home team, um, which would knock us down to 1-1. One and one, Unfortunately, we hope that doesn't happen. Uh, then we have Soli with a prediction of 28-17 to 17 in favor of Bartow. And then myself, I'm going to go with a pretty close score similar to Cole's. And it's funny because you gave that prediction right after I wrote mine down. And I was like, I'm just going to mention it later. My prediction is 32-27. to 27. Oh, So wow. I give one extra point to both teams pretty much there. Uh, that was not intended, but it happened that way. So it is what it is. But uh, nonetheless. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's going to be a heck of a ball game. Wrong. I hope Definitely. you're wrong too. <laughs> I hope I'm
0: wrong, but I'm, I'm kind of looking at an early season kind of. <laughs> I,
3: get, I get it. I get it. And then plenty of
0: time to turn it around before that gauntlet.
3: Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's going to come uh, sooner rather than later.
1: You guys both were predicting losses last year and we went undefeated. I never <laughs> predicted
3: a loss last year. Wes did. <laughs>
1: It predicted one. Yeah, <laughs> you predicted one, definitely. I, did. I definitely I think <laughs> I think you uh predicted that we would lose to George Jenkins. No. No. Never, no,
3: no, never, no. No. Okay, Cole.
0: Uh, Maybe I, no. I'm Lake Wales. Lake Wales, I think I did.
3: I definitely predicted a loss to Lake Wells. Yeah. I was at that game. That was a great game. Great game. That was awesome. And then there was another game I'm, I might have predicted.
1: I predicted a win for all eight and look at us. Eight and no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pick them every week to win yeah. for sure.
1: Pretty biased, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward <laughs> to some more
0: games coming out and, and getting to see some more games and hearing from Sully and and getting to see scores, yeah. So we can sure. start seeing some of these common opponents and been getting a little better feel for these teams. You know, we don't have a lot of content to give you on Ridge, of course. Unfortunately, you know, we've seen a little bit of film, but it's not enough. Especially if you watch the Bartow film. Yeah. And look like, <laughs> did Barto even play?
3: Yeah. Ho- hopefully. Well, so hopefully I'll say this. Hopefully they're Ridge. When I say they're looking at that film right. and that's what they're basing it. We, we know it's not, but we, let's hope. Okay. You can hope at, at the least.
0: Did you see any other scores that I know Lake Gibson one ended up turning around and winning yeah, pretty big. They
3: won like 54 to 20 something over, over plant city. And that was a, a uh, very close ball game plant city is one heck of a squad they had a uh, uh, mario williams wide receiver last year who's committed to oklahoma he's going to be mm-hmm. playing this year so that'll be a name to look out for um well i think the top if not top three receivers in the country um but nonetheless they lost him they still have a heck of a squad um and uh they ended up going up early i think 14-0 over lake gibson which was a shock to everyone initially like i said Lake Gibson, the Braves ended up taking that 50-something, like 20-something. uh, And then, let me see here. Uh, I know Lakeland blew out, yeah, I think it was East Lake they played, 40-something to zero. Um, I know they have a heck of a receiver this year, Tyler Williams, 6'4", 190 pounds. Lakeland? Yes, number 10. So, it'll be someone to keep an eye on once that game rolls around. Um, Where did he a, move
0: from? Huh? Where did he move from?
3: Uh, I forget, but he didn't. As you already have guessed, moved from somewhere, yeah. and I know that because I went on his Twitter account. <laughs> 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 Say but what you want, but Lakeland's always good at we, that. Yeah, right. We know, we know. Um, and other than that, I mean, I saw a few other scores, but nothing worth noting, I guess.
0: Okay, uh, and you gave me some information to tell the listeners. Friend of the show, Coach Hayed, yeah, is actually yeah. at uh, Ridge, and then what was his? An analyst, offensive analyst, field analyst or something?
3: Coach Haid is at the University of Allen. Oh. And he got the running back from Rich, Bo Harrington. Oh, I was wondering the title (laughs) you said. I'm
0: like, they got that at Rich? No.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No. Ignore that for for you guys listening. (laughs) Okay. So he –
0: okay. So what's the name of the college again? Uh, University of Allen. And he got – so that's what you were talking about. He's got a lot of Pope County players. Right.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's done a, a heck of a job. He's able to kind of round up a lot of a lot of talent here <laughs> in Polk County, which we know is a is a, There's hot a ton for of it. Talent. That's yeah. for sure.
0: Definitely. So, Sully, so you got anything else? We thank you for coming and being part of the team this season. Yeah, thank you guys
2: for having me again. I'm looking forward to the season, and we'll, you know, we're gonna keep some tabs on some teams. So,
0: for looking sure. forward to it. Cole, any last words?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, hopefully we can step up our game against Ridge. I mean, we played good, but we could obviously. Cole do wants better. to dominate
0: every
3: game. I like. I like every that game. we're I like being. That mindset, man. I like that we're being very real and tough on our team here too. <laughs> I will say that, despite Cole's biased predictions every week.